When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Today is my birthday. I already had a, a fantastic birthday ride at Soul Cycle. Huge shout out to Janet, the OG, holding down the fort. Yeah, uh, there from the beginning and, uh, and just made uh, my birthday morning so special. So big shout out. <laughs> it's my birthday too, yeah. Um... <laughs> So it's it's been a fantastic morning, and I'm thrilled to be here with uh, with everybody as well. So welcome in uh, with you for the next three hours uh, from noon to three. We've got our two great producers, uh, Harvey and Joe, who are uh, here for the ride as well. And uh, and guys, I mean, could I ask what a birthday gift? Uh, I, I don't even seriously. I don't even know what to begin with, right? Like, I don't what like what do we lead the show with? I don't even know. I mean, usually more times than not, I'm like, all right, guys, this is what we're leading with, right? This is the top story. This is what's on the front burner. This is what we're going to do. Like, I'm not, you know, Knicks, um, I don't know, Rangers, Devils, uh, uh, the draft happening right now. Oh, by the way, Rogers' watch is over. Uh, he's now with the Jets. And, uh, and we can dive in, of course, how that trade affected the Jets' draft. <clears throat> as uh, as as Joe said prior to us uh, starting the show, what do you call Bill Belichick a, a Jets hater? He's not a Jets hater. He just has a vendetta against the Jets that won't go away until he's six feet under. And and so what? Do you, but but what do you think it is? What what what's what's in it? I mean, because there there could be a lot of reasons why uh, Bill Belichick has it out for the Jets. But what what do you think the main reasons? What do you think the number one reason? I'm sure he sat back, and when they made that trade with the Pittsburgh Steelers, I bet he was high-fiving his dog. What? Why do you? Why do you think Bill Belichick has a <clears throat> for the, uh, the the Jets? It's a combination. I think it's 50-50. The death of Leon Hess and how the sell of the team went to Woody Johnson and the direction that Woody Johnson wanted to take the franchise that he didn't agree with, but also what happened with Spygate, Mangini, and foregoing the mm-hmm. picks and all that. So I think it's, it's 50-50, and maybe even something that I'm totally forgetting about that, I, that happened in the building while he, was the, uh, while he was, you know, under the tutelage of one Bill Parcells. It could be a, it could be a, a plethora of reasons, but nonetheless, uh, we've got a show for you today. Rich Samini, who covers the Jets, is going to jump on board with us in about 25 minutes. Uh, we'll get an update from him. Uh, th- there's some of the reports out there in regard to Rogers and the contract. SI came out a few days ago saying that the Jets are going to owe Aaron Rodgers over a hundred million dollars next year. That's just that's ridiculous. If, if that was the case, the Jets would have to cut a ton of players. So uh, I, I do want to dive into that conversation with with Rich. Uh, not just obviously the trade that went down. Unfortunately, it turned around and it bit the Jets in the butt, but. It is what it is, um, but also, you know, what, what, what the contract details are 
for Aaron Rodgers. So I'm really excited to get Rich Cimini on with us. Again, he's going to be joining us at 1230 this afternoon. Jordan Renan, who covers the Giants, is going to be joining us as well around 1.30 this afternoon. We'll talk to Jordan. I'll tell you what, um, I love Jalen Hyatt. I love the third-round draft pick for the Giants. I love this wide receiver. I felt this wide receiver could have gone in the first round. Uh, that's how much he is the burner. He's the fastest. He, he ran a 4-4, uh, a 4-40, but he plays a lot faster than that. This is, this is a receiver that can take the top off of any team. He stretches the field, um, and he's going to make life so much easier for Saquon Barkley. So for me, you know, I, I know Wink Martindale has to be, you know, over the moon uh, in regard to the Giants getting uh, banks in the first round, cornerback from Maryland. Um, I don't know much about John Michael Schmitz, uh, the center that they took from from Minnesota. Interesting that both the Jets and the Giants took a center in the second round. Uh, but uh, but Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver from Tennessee, is a wide receiver that I coveted big time. So excited to get Jordan Renan on the show. Steve Verderosa, good friend and good friend of the show, uh, part of the Giants front office for quite a while. Not front office, scouting department. Same thing, I guess. Um, and so I thought it'd be great to have him come on and uh, and and someone who's been in the business forever and a day and and analyze uh, both the Giants and the Jets draft picks. Uh, Joe Wiz, as always, each and every Saturday, he joins us at, at 2.30 and, and a lot happening, obviously, Devils Rangers. Um, we've got the Suns Nuggets series starting later on tonight. Um, and obviously, uh, we'll, we'll spend a lot of time talking about this Knicks Heat series. Uh, Nick Friedel was kind enough to join me on my, de- on my Bet Digital show yesterday and so we pulled that clip for you, and, and we will play that. Nick Friedel is doing a phenomenal job covering the Knicks. And so uh, him and I, and, and I had a, a deep conversation, lengthy conversation in regard to the series. I truly believe that a big piece of the Knicks winning and advancing uh, is Grimes, as I like to call it, being active and attractive, healthy, along with Julius Randle, of course. But I think uh, in regard to just how otherworldly Jimmy Butler has been in this postseason, I think it's going to be imperative that Grimes uh, does play uh, in this series and, and helps Tibbs uh, put together a, a solid defensive game plan for, uh, for Jimmy Butler, for sure. And Mama Mimi wants to uh, pop on the show and wish me happy birthday. Isn't that nice? So I asked her, I said, well, what are your thoughts about the heat Knicks series? And she's like, oh. I don't, I don't know a lot about basketball. I said, oh, all right, all right, fine. I'll still ask her. We'll see what she says. Um, as we know, this Knicks Heat, this Knicks Heat series, uh, years and years of really phenomenal series, right? Like, uh, and and I don't know, Harvey and Joe, if, if you remember, how, how old were you when um, Van Gundy had his arms around Alonzo Mourning's leg and Alonzo was dragging him across the court? Were you, do you remember, do you remember watching that game? What year was that? Was that 97? I believe it was 97. Yeah, I mean, um, I was like two years old, so I didn't know anything about it at the time. 97? I, 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 don't, I don't have the year, I don't have the year etched in my brain. But, um, but it was Alonzo Mourning and, uh, and, and of course, um, Patrick Ewing. 
you know, I, I was asked, I, I, I contribute on, on the MSG network or twice a week. And one of our questions this week was, is this series going to, going to be the epic, the best Heat Knicks series? I don't, I don't know what can surpass, you know, the Larry Johnson series and Allen Houston. And of course, um, you know, that game five and, and just how physical they were and the fact, you know, the Heat, the Knicks did beat the Heat and advance to, to you know, the championship that year. I don't know if anything can surpass that. Um, we will see. But nonetheless, 800-919-3776. So we will get into the Knicks and the Heat, getting you ready for uh, Sunday's action. The Suns in the Nuggets game one tonight. Obviously, the Devils in the Rangers at 8 o'clock, the puck drops, which, by the way, following me is Gordon Damer. Then Don LaGreca comes your way for your Rangers-Devils pregame. And, of course, you'll be able to listen to that Devils-Rangers game right here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, but let, I, I do let's, – let's spin, obviously, since we've got Rich Samini coming up and, and we've got Jordan Renan coming up. Let, let's start the show talking all things uh, NFL draft, right? And, uh, and what we're talking about when we start off the show and, and talking about Bill Belichick and, you know, his – um, what's in his crawl uh, when it comes to the Jets. So as we know, the Jets working out a deal with Aaron Rodgers. They had the 13th overall pick. Uh, they had to, part of the deal was, you know, they, they switched their first round picks with the Green Bay Packers. And so the Jets moved down from 13 to 15. And really it was unfortunate because everybody knew uh, and what was being reported that, you know, the Jets were reluctant to give up that 13th overall pick entirely because, uh, let's be honest, uh, they need a tackle. Makai Becton, if you follow him on social media, he's lost all this weight. Um, I'm sure the fact that now Aaron Rodgers is here, newfound life, newfound excitement to put his best foot forward and have his best se- season, but he's injury prone. And so, you know, that, that, that's a red flag and, and you have to take, you have to understand that. Coming into this draft, I believe the, the Jets really wanted Broderick Jones. A lot of people feel was the best, t- like, true tackle in this draft. 6'5", 3'11", um, you know, and, and, and definitely had the most upside, right? But unfortunately, because they had to switch that pick, they had to move down to 15. So what happened? <laughs> um, the, uh, the, Philadelphia, the, the Philadelphia Eagles, the, uh, the New England Patriots, traded their draft pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers, who also was in the market for a tackle. I'm sure the Patriots knew that. Moved up ahead of the, Gi- of, of the Jets and took Jones. So now the Jets are on the clock. What are they doing? Uh, they didn't get their pick in with Will McDonald until like the last minute. And I'm sure because they were, I want to imagine they were looking for a trade partner. Again, excited to get Rich Samini on the show to uh, get his um, detailed information in regard to what happened in that moment. Uh, and they went with Will McDonald. Now, to me, it was a reach. Uh, not a game changer, a good player, not a great player. But at 15, shrug. Uh, but again, I'm, I'm sure that um, the Jets were taken by surprise in regard to what had happened in the Steelers moving up to get Jones, and it really screwed them, Right. So now they went with, I would imagine, their best player on their board. And, uh, and that was Will McDonald at that point. So there's that. 
Uh, round two, which happened last night, they took Joe Tipman, center from Wisconsin. I will tell you this. I thought Tipman would be a player that would go in the first round. Tall, quick, athletic center, good blocker. Um, he's, he's got the ability. Uh, there's, there's some, uh, he's a great anchor. There's, there's a lot of optimism that he's even going to get stronger. He's still developing. So this is a plug-in and play immediate center for the Jets, which is great. And he's got a ceiling where he is only going to get better, which is fantastic. But you still got a huge concern here for the Jets in regard to their tackle positions, right? And, and it's, it's really unfortunate how it all panned out uh, and, and the Jets didn't get the guy they wanted, at least what was being reported. So let's open up the phone lines, 800-919-3776. Also, I'll share with you, there's some futures bets out there. Jets over under nine and a half wins. Jets making it to the playoffs. Um, I will say this, the, 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 the Buffalo Bills, I keep on saying Philadelphia Eagles because I've got the Jets, I, I, <laughs> I've got the draft up on my, on my screen and the Philadelphia Eagles are picking right now, round four, pick 105. So that's why I've got the Eagles on my head. Sorry. But... Um, the Buffalo Bills in the first round selected Kincaid, who I was my favorite tight end. Uh, his comparison would be like a Jason Witten, one of the best receiving, if not the best receiving tight end in this draft, a guy who could really move the chains. So I just feel the Jets really missing out on a tackle that they really needed. Settling for a center in the second round. Ugh. But meanwhile, the Buffalo Bills offense got only better with Kincaid, this tight end, who I, I think is, is going to do some damage in the NFL this year. You can get the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East at plus 115. Uh, I, would, I would roll on that if I were you. But again, excited to get Rich Samini on the show, joining us in about 15 minutes. Chris Leo, I see you guys. We get back. We'll take your calls. 800-919-3776. Jets fans, your thoughts on the draft, uh, your thoughts on how the first round uh, kind of did not roll in favor of the Jets, um, your thoughts in regard to the deal that the Jets worked out with the Green Bay Packers. This is my first time on air here on 98.70 SPN since the trade went down. I do believe that the Jets gave up too much, especially for a guy we don't know if is going is, is gonna to play next year. Again, excited to get Rich Semini on, get his thoughts. Does he think that... Uh, Aaron Rodgers is committed for two years. I certainly hope so after everything that the Jets gave up for him. We'll dive into all this. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Dwayne Brown's 38 years old. He can't stay healthy, but Kai Becton plays one game in 34. Everyone knows they're going to take a left tackle. What do the Patriots do? They just jab the Jets and say, oh, no, Broderick Jones, you're not a Jet. You're a Steeler. So probably would have given a fourth-round pick to the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just this is just dripping with irony. That's Mike Tannenbaum. Oh, I love that music doesn't that doesn't it just gets you going dun, 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 anita marks with you on this saturday afternoon 800-919-3776 let's take your calls uh, again rich samini is going to be joining us in about eight minutes let's go to chris calling in from new york city chris good morning how are you hey how you doing happy birthday by the way thank you uh i want to say that i'm happy we have everybody here as a jet but He's not the final piece of the puzzle. Jets need this a bit more. Okay, what would you like to see them do? I mean, they're they're pretty. They're cap strapped. They uh, today. What do they have? Hold on. They have uh, they have four picks today. They've got a fifth round, a six, and two sevens. Uh, they they look for a left tackle. They can really use a left tackle. Yeah, yeah, they can. I, I mean, listen. Chris, this is what happened. I appreciate the phone call and thank you for the birthday wishes. Uh, this is, you know, th- this was, it, unfortunately, trading down from 13 to 15, turn around and bit them in the butt. That's what happened. Let's go to, uh, is it is it uh, Aton? Aton coming on from New Rochelle? Yes, it's Aton. Uh, happy birthday. I hope you have an amazing one. Thank you so much. Um, everyone's making it like Joe Douglas did this fabulous job. Fact of the matter is, and I, your call screener agreed, they should have traded down. They should have traded down because the fact of the matter is, is that they don't have a left tackle and they got a 39 year old uh, uh, quarterback. And even if they were going to take who the Saints ended up taking as the 27th pick and took him at the 15th pick, and that was too early, their job is not to listen to Mel Kite, that offensive tackle. Yeah. And they needed him at any cost. And they blew it. They should have drafted down, or they should have taken him. The last thing they needed was a pass rusher. Yeah, I I, I hear you. Uh, and again, I, I'm excited to get Rich Samidi on because, from what I understand, and uh, in, in why the picks took so long to get in was because they were trying trying to trade down. But here's the thing, people: this draft class really sucks. <laughs> this is this is this is this is not a great draft class. It's just not. This is the draft class that you want more picks in the in the second, third, fourth round, even the fifth. Uh, there's not a lot of unbelievable talent, okay? And 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 just to look, okay. So for example, in the first round, uh, Bryce Young going to Carolina, not for me. Too small, ridiculous. I, I I think I think it was a horrible pick, an absolute horrible pick. C.J. Stroud. Going to Ohio State. I mean, going to Ohio. Going to the Texans. No way. Not for me. It, quarterback wise, I'm waiting to next year's draft. The 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 quarterback from um from UNC, Drake May. Oh, watch out. I know every Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, quarterback from USC. Yeah, and you know he'll probably go first. I want the quarterback from UNC. That's who I want. Uh, Will Anderson, 
okay, listen, Will Anderson very much, Will Anderson and Tyree Wilson might be the two best players in this draft. Maybe Jalen Carter, who, oh, by the way, fell to the Eagles at nine. <laughs> That's just, I, like, the, the Eagles just, I, I, I mean, they're unbelievable. They just, I, I don't know. They just step in poop all the time. They are the luckiest people in the world. Howie. It's unbelievable. And then Anthony Richardson going to the Colts at four. Now, here's the thing with Anthony Richardson. I've had a lot of scouts tell me, could potentially be better than Lamar Jackson. Could potentially be better than Cam Newton. But he, like, he's going to have to get coached up. He's going to, I mean, he's got, he's got unbelievable raw skills that if, if he, if he's in the right system, if he gets coached up, he could very well be both better than both Lamar Jackson and Cam Newton. But Frank Wright, what has he done? Well, actually it's not Frank Wright now, right? Um, Frank's in in Carolina. It's, uh, it's Stike, it's Steichen. It's the former offensive coordinator for, from the Philadelphia Eagles. There's, there's no track record there. We don't even know. We don't know. So I'm at four. I'm not taking a project at four. You take a, pro, you take a project in the second round. Hendon Hooker, who went in the third round. That's, that's where you take a project. And a big reason why Hendon Hooker went in the third round is because he's coming off of ACL injury, but nonetheless. I am not taking any of these quarterbacks who all have what... I am not taking a quarterback with warts in the first round if I'm a general manager. I'm just not. I'm not doing it. Witherspoon, immediate impact. Paris Johnson, immediate impact. Tyree Wilson, immediate impact. Robinson, running back from Texas, immediate impact. Jalen Carter, immediate impact. Darnell Wright, who very well could be the best offensive lineman in this draft, went at 10. To the Chicago Bears. Immediate impact. Skaronsky. There's debate whether or not he's going to play guard or tackle. I'm not taking a guard in the top 10, top 15. I'm not doing it. Gibbs. Whoa. Talk about a reach for the Detroit Lions at 12. And then, of course, the whole debacle that took place with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Jets at 14 and 15 and Will McDonald sitting there at 15. Not a top 15 pick, guys. Uh, so so looking looking past Will McDonald at 15, and, and with all due respect, again, from what I understand, he was the top player on the board for the Jets. So respect that. That's their top player. But Christian Gonzalez? Oh, boy. So now the Patriots screw over the Jets, trade down, and still arguably, in my opinion, get the best corner in this draft at 17. What? To me, Christian Gonzalez is the best corner in this draft. Uh, Witherspoon probably can play the run better, but Gonzalez, to me, best corner in this draft. Quinton Johnston going to the Chargers at 21. Great pick there. Not a big fan of Zay Flowers, but... This is a Ravens team now. They've locked in Lamar Jackson for five years, make him the highest paid quarterback per year at $53 million a year, and uh, they want to pass the ball more. So they sign OBJ. They draft Zay Flowers. There's that. Uh, Jordan Addison, wide receiver from USC, align him with Justin Jefferson. Watch out. That's going to be explosive for Minnesota. 
the, the Giants get Banks, the corner that they wanted for Wink and his defense. Like I said, Kincaid going to the Buffalo Bills at 26, immediate impact on that offense. But here's the thing. At 20, what, at 20, what is it, 27, right? 27, Anton Harrison, offensive lineman, went at 27. I, if, I'm, if I'm the Jets, I've just made this deal for Aaron Rodgers. I know that I need, I, I need offensive line help. I'm going Anton Harrison. Um, because the guy that's at the top of your leaderboard of your draft board is such a reach. So I would sway more towards need. Just my two cents. We'll find out what uh, what Rich Samini says. Uh, coming up next. 800-919-3776 is the phone number you want to jump on board. Sean, Mike, Leo, I see you guys. We'll get to you, I promise. Uh, and we have, again, Rich Samini joining us next update in regard to the Jets. Uh, right here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Anita Marks, back with you here at 98.7 ESPN. The draft has begun. Rounds, what, four, five, right? Four through... Right, four through seven today. Yeah, there we go. Let's let's bring in a guy who knows, and that's Rich Samini, who does a phenomenal job covering the Jets. So, Rich, welcome in. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good, Anita. I think the Jets just traded down eight spots because they knew I was coming on the air with you, and they, they didn't want to, you know, <laughs> they, over overwork me all, all at once. Yeah, they wanted to give you time. Oh, Rich Rich has a hit with Anita Marks on, on 98.7 ESPN. So let's trade down. Therefore, we can give him some time before we make our, our next selection, which I'm really exactly. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they trade with, with the Patriots after what the Patriots did to them in round one. Um, before before we get there, this is your in, in my first opportunity to talk about Aaron Rodgers and that trade deal that went down. Um, your, your thoughts on what the Jets gave up for him? Was was it what you were expecting? I think it was a little bit too much, but that's my two cents. Your your thoughts on on that deal? Yeah, I think my two cents probably agree with your two cents. It was a little higher than I expected. I, I expected uh, this year's two, which everyone thought was part of the deal, and then maybe a conditional three next year that could rise to a two and then a one if they achieved uh, high team success, like a, a Super Bowl appearance. But, uh, you know, 
they, they went with the two next year, a conditional two that goes to the one on 65% playing time, which is a really low threshold. Rodgers has made that in 13 out of the 15 seasons he started for Green Bay. So barring a significant injury, that'll be an easy one for him to make. And so essentially the Jets are giving up, uh, you know, they gave up a two this year, and it'll probably be a one next year. So it's a lot of compensation. But they're getting uh, a highly motivated quarterback who I think has something to prove. Uh, look, we don't have to go through his uh, career accomplishments. We know who Aaron Rodgers is. He's an all-time great. And the Jets are really happy with it. The other thing I was surprised with uh, a little bit, it doesn't appear that the Jets, doesn't appear that the Packers are paying any of his contract. I thought they would eat, have to eat some of the deal in the negotiations with the Jets, but the Jets are taking on the entire contract. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and I saw a report that a lot of that money has been moved to next year, where where it stands right now on the books, uh, they would owe Aaron Rodgers over a hundred million dollars. Rich, we both know that that doesn't suffice. So even though that's what it is right now, what do you expect happening heading into next year when when they have to renegotiate all of this, right? Right. He's uh, scheduled to make $107 million next year. Obviously, that's not going to happen. They have a placeholder contract in place. He's actually making the minimum NFL salary now, which is like, uh, you know, basically $1.2 million. That's all he's counting on the cap, which is providing some temporary cap relief for the Jets. But I think by the time training camp rolls around, he will have a new contract in place where he'll be uh, some of that 107 from next year will be back in this year's uh, uh, salary just to even it out. Um, so, so, so really word to the wise, don't read too much into that. It will change, uh, before, before the season begins, right? Yeah. It's just a, it's just bookkeeping. It's a temporary bookkeeping situation that is allowing the Jets at least, cause we thought he'd be counting 16 million on the cap. So they basically lowered it to 1.2. So he's giving them some, some cap relief here during, you know, during, so they can find their draft picks and whatever other free agents they want to pick up. Again, Rich Samini joining us here on 90.7 ESPN. Okay, so let's turn our attention to the draft and what happened uh, on Thursday night. Unfortunately, part of that deal, the Jets had to move down from 13 to 15, turned around, uh, my my phrase, bit them in the butt, right? Uh, the Patriots trade with the Pittsburgh Steelers. They get that tackle that was reported that the Jets really wanted, Broderick Jones. Uh, and then they, should I dare say, settle with Will McDonald. Take us through that that whole scenario, those 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, were, were the Jets trying to trade down after Jones was off the board, Rich? It certainly appeared that way, Anita. They took it down to the, to the final minute on the clock. Um, I, I do believe they would have taken Broderick Jones had he been there. Uh, I, I wouldn't agree with the word settle, though. I, I know absolutely they were very high on Will McDonald. He was a player that I was getting some strong vibes on, you know, the day of the draft that he was one of the players they were targeting. So um, I don't think they settled there. Uh, I think in the perfect world, they would have been able to trade down a few spots and, and take Will McDonald a few spots lower. Um, but what happened was they got caught in a weird spot. You know, all the tackles were gone. And there was all of a sudden a run on wide receivers and corners. And I think that's two of the Jets' stronger positions. So they didn't want to grasp one of those positions. And so they went with the highest guy on their board. Now, I know people say, you know, edge rusher is, you know, a position where the Jets are very deep. Did they really need an edge rusher? 
Uh, probably not immediately, but uh, they, you know, this this kid can really put the quarterback on the ground. You know, he was a record. He set the career record for most sacks in the Big Twelve. He broke Von Miller's uh, all-time record, and the Jets really have high, high expectations for this player. And uh, it'll be a very interesting rotation at defensive end. They have about five guys they can rotate, including last year's number one pick, Jermaine Johnson. But they think uh, they think. Uh, McDonald has a chance to be special. So, you know, time will tell. Um, so uh, before we move on to round two, uh, just looking at, at the offensive line in regard to the tackle position and where that sits right now with Becton, uh, you know, uh, Brown, who, you know, if, if the season was to start tomorrow, Rich, uh, who would be the starting tackles? Well, luckily for the Jets, it doesn't start tomorrow. Because uh, you know, uh, you know, I think Dwayne Brown and uh, Max Mitchell will probably be the leading candidates right now. Makai Becton is doing really well in his recovery from his knee surgery. He's lost close to fifty pounds. I've I've been reporting on that the last uh, the last couple of months. How much weight he's lost? I think he's down to uh, probably under three fifty right now, which is an amazing turnaround for him. But the fact of the matter is, he is coming off. The two knee surgeries that limited him to only one game in the last two years. So I don't think they're going to hand him a starting job. Certainly if he comes into training camp and, and plays really well, like he did as a rookie, he can win a job. But right now, uh, you know, they have those three guys, Dwayne Brown, who's 37, by the way, uh, Max Mitchell and Makai Becton at tackle and the best two guys will play. Uh, so that takes us to the second round where uh, the Jets drafted Joe Tipman, center from Wisconsin. I really like Tipman. Uh, I was speaking to quite a few scouts who felt that he had the possibility of going in the first round. Uh, they were really, really high on him. So I think this is an excellent pick. Um, you know, what? How, how will he factor into this offensive line? Do you think he'll immediately be plugged in as the starting center? Well, I mean, they did re-sign Connor McGovern a few days ago, um, but I think that was more of a depth slash emergency kind of situation. He got a very low contract. He only signed for $1.9 million over for one year. Clearly, that was just a uh, just a, he's just a guy. You know, he started for three years for the Jets. You know, he was a very durable player. This coaching staff really wanted to upgrade the position. They they wanted a little more punch in the running game. They feel that Chipman could give that to them. Uh, the hardest part for Tittman is just going to be the cerebral part of the game. Of course, the center has a lot of responsibility with line calls. And so once he masters that, I expect him to be in the lineup. And I do think Aaron Rodgers will have some say in this because he's going to want to feel comfortable with the center. So uh, whoever he feels most comfortable with will probably be the guy they go with. I think they would defer to Rodgers on that. And if Tittman, I mean, the guy is 6'6". He moves really well. He can get to the second level. He can. Uh, he's good in the zone scheme because he moves really well. You don't see too many six-six centers, so uh, Rogers may have to <laughs> get on his tippy toes a little bit. He's only six-two to get the ball over his head. But once Tipman proves that he can handle it mentally, he'll be in the starting lineup. So, uh, so Rich, before we let you go. Um... You know, so I know heading into today, the Jets had three picks, a fourth, a fifth, and a sixth. In regard to the trade that just went down, where does that leave them? And, and what other positions do you think that they're going to be targeting today? Right, so they have four picks now. Um, I think running back 
is a spot to really uh, look at. Uh, Dwayne McBride, the kid from UAB, is someone they like a lot. I would look for him. Uh, offensive tackle. I mean, I, I don't know how many good ones are left. It's, it's, it's thinned out a lot, certainly, but it's a position I think they'd like to add someone since they basically haven't, they haven't done it at all. So offensive tackle, running back, you know, still looking for some linebacker depth, maybe defensive tackle. There's still some depth. These are depth picks right now. You know, no one's going to come in and start when they get picked in the fourth or fifth or sixth round. So if these are depth positions, but as we learned last year, especially on offense, depth is really important. Injuries do happen. They were very lucky on defense last year. They had very few injuries, but, uh, but depth is critical in a 17 game season. And so that's what they're looking for here on day three. Fantastic. Uh, Rich, I know you're really busy, so please know how much we appreciate your time here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, let the folks know, how can they tune in to your podcast? Yeah, it's Flight Tech. You can get it on any of the uh, podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, also on the ESPN New York app, and we'll be discussing a draft wrap-up coming up this week. Fantastic. Great stuff, Rich. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your, your weekend, my friend. Have a good, good one, Anita. Take care. You got it. 800-919-3776. All right, we just heard from Rich. Uh, you know, the fall's not the, the sky is not falling. Jets fans. Uh Sean in Mount in, in uh Mount Clare, you will be first up. Leo, I see you. 800-919-3776. We'll get to your calls next. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I want to play as long as it's fun. I want to play as long as I'm enjoying it, as long as my body can, you know, can uh, can make it through. There's been a lot of changes in in medicine and nutrition and diet and rehab and prehab and all these different modalities that people have done to to stay active and to stay uh, athletic. Um, and you know, I've been a proponent of all those things, and it's really helped me the last few years doing certain things to to keep my legs and to feel like I'm strong throughout the season. And, and that's always a part of it. But I'm just honestly just focusing on this season right now. And uh, the Jets did give a lot up to, to bring me in. And I'm fully aware of that. But, you know, right now I'm just going to focus on this year. And I'd like to play as long as I, I'm healthy and, and love it. And being back here with Coach Hackett, who always made every single day fun for three years in Green Bay, I think the fun part's going to be there. So it's just a matter of making sure my body is, is able to withstand the grind of a season. And, um, we'll start with 2023 and take it from there. Aaron Rodgers on the Michael K show earlier this week. So there's that. Hopefully he has fun. If, if, if all us media folk, uh, <laughs> don't upset him. Um, not too, not too many athletes have a lot of fun here in New York, uh, because of, uh, because of the media. Uh, if, if the jets win, I'm sure he's going to have a ton of fun. Really? That's what it's going to be all about. Right. Uh, the Jets win total over under nine and a half. The over is minus 125. So odds makers do believe that that's the side you should be on. Um, to make the playoffs, yes, minus 150. I do believe they make the playoffs. I think it's going to be a tough go at it uh, going up against the Buffalo Bills. But regardless, they could always make it in as a wild card. For the Jets to win the AFC, it's uh, two to one. Uh, I'm sorry, for, to win the AFC East, it's 2-1. to one. To win the AFC is 7-1. To, to win the Super Bowl is 14-1. to 14-1. Aaron Rodgers, passing yards over under 4,025 and a half. Passing touchdowns over under 28 and a half. To win the MVP is 18-1. to 18-1. Let's take your calls. Sean, 
in Mount Clare. Welcome in. Good afternoon. How you doing? Oh, we, he dropped, unfortunately. All right, uh, Sean, if you can, call back in. Uh, let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Ira, welcome. Hey, uh, good afternoon, Anita. Good to hear you with Rich. And, you know, i tell you, when I'm wrong, I'll be the first one to admit it. He, Aaron Rodgers checked every box for every concern that I had when it just got involved looking for him. And I'll tell you the truth. I don't think the media is going to upset this guy because I think, I think he's just so laid back. And I don't think he cares less. I think I think he's bought in. I, I love the fact that he paid Namath the respect that he, he should have gotten. I love the fact he's wearing number eight. He's there from day one for now. And the way Rich and you were talking about with his contract, it appears he'll be back at least for a second year because they're going to rework his deal. And hopefully some of that money they're freeing up now will go to Quinn and Williams. But listen, if they stay healthy... Right now, the formula that Douglas has put together, if they could kind of solidify this offensive line, and hopefully with Tipman they did, and you know what? I'm not going to count on Beckton, so if Mitchell comes back healthy and Brown can hold up, I, I think this team is going to they're going to make a run. I'm not saying they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm going to keep the ball low. Get me a division title and a home playoff game, and to me that would be a very, very successful season, especially – after the last 20, 30 years that the Jets have given us. But here, here's the thing, Iron. Don't hang up, please. Uh, you know, after everything that the Jets gave up, better win a Super Bowl. You don't give all of that up for a quarterback who can't commit to a second year. You are putting all your chips into this year based on what you gave up. Right? I, I, I get that, but I'm trying to be realistic here. I, listen, I, will, I, I understand the goal is to go to the Super Bowl this year. I get that. But you also have to be realistic. You're in the AFC. There's a lot of very good teams and very good quarterbacks and good coaches. And every, every one of those things have to be proven that the Jets are there with them. I think they could compete. And you just don't know where the season's going to go. But I think anything shy of at least getting – you get a home playoff game. You, you have to win that game. You get to, you get to the AFC championship game. To me, that would be a, a huge, big success. If they win it and get to the Super Bowl, that would be a dream. Just get me to where you win that playoff game and you have a chance to get to that conference title game. To me, I'm good to go. Wow. Ira, thanks for the phone call. Um, I just, I, I beg to differ, my friend. Uh, you're talking about a conditional pick that becomes a first-round draft pick in 2024 if Aaron Rodgers plays 65% of his snaps. Guess what? He's played in 65% of his snaps in 13 of, of his 15 seasons. So, as of right now, uh, <laughs> percentage-wise, um, this, this, this is a Jets team that has given up a first-round draft pick, regardless of where it lands. Uh, so, plus what's happened here in regard to the 13 and the 15 and all the other picks and, and, and taking over the contract... As Rich Samini just said, the, the Green Bay Packers aren't for, like helping with the bill. No, 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 no. And and we just heard the, the clip from Aaron Rodgers on the Michael K show. You know, as long as he's having fun, he's gonna play. As long as he's having fun and he's healthy, then he'll play next year. But if he's not having fun, he's not gonna play next year. And, and, oh, by the way, the Jets might have to give up their number one pick next year 
to the Green Bay Packers? No, 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 sorry, no. All chips, all in. 800-919-3776. I do want to switch gears here uh, because uh, Mama Mimi is going to jump on board. My mom wants to wish me a happy birthday, so of course I obliged. Um, I know, Leo, you've been holding on for a quick second. You're calling in from Georgia. You want to talk about the Knicks. Uh, My mom is down in Miami, so obviously I'm going to tee up the Knicks Heat series with her. But, Leo, what, what are your thoughts quickly before we take a break? Hello, Anita. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, happy birthday. Thank you. Yeah, so um, look, look, I'm, I, everybody's making out Miami. I mean, they played tough. Jimmy Butler, I get it. But I looked at those Milwaukee games from the last two games. I watched both games. Milwaukee more or less gave that game up than Miami won those games. I mean, they had Giannis playing point guard with two minutes left in the game. And you can hear, you can read Eric Spolster's lips on the sideline. Hey, just get up into this guy and take the ball. They kept turning the ball over on this guy. You got Drew Holiday, who's supposed to be an all-star point guard, who doesn't bring the ball up. That's not New York. Our game is well well defensive well. Our offense is well regulated. Tibbs is not going to let Spolster out-coach him. Those are two of the best coaches in the Eastern Conference at this time. It may go six. I don't know what it may go, but I don't see I don't see Miami being this big bad wolf that everybody's making them out to be because they beat Milwaukee. Thank you. I, I hear you, I, Leo. I hear you. Thanks for the phone call. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening uh, in in Georgia. Um, I, I love I love the Knicks in this series. By the way, uh, quick break. We come back again. Mama Mimi's going to jump on board. Uh, she wants to wish me a happy birthday. I'll ask her uh, what's the buzz in Miami right now in regard to the Heat getting ready to take on the Knicks. I've got to spin it somehow. Make this. It is a sports talk radio show. Um, and, um, and, and, and let's, and, and we'll start talking about the heat and, and the Knicks. Also, uh, we will circle back this hour. Jordan Renan is going to join us in about 30 minutes, uh, to talk about the giants and their picks, uh, as well as what we can expect from Saquon Barkley as we get closer into, uh, OTAs and, and of course, training camp will be here before we know it. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon here on 90.7 ESPN.